Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Chassidus in the morning. 15 minutes to change your life. We're going to be learning Maim Rabim. It's two different versions. You can find it in many different places. It's translated in a few places in this lesson, Maim Rabim. You have one from the Heritage series. You have it in the Sikhis. You have it in a lot of different places. It's a short mimer. It was said, and it's a, one of these, I think it was one of the first heritage series. I have, this was given to me way back in 2004. It's a long time ago. Um, yeah, this is a very powerful mimer, very fundamental. And, and then, like I said to you, it's short. This was said, in the Rebbe's room, after he had the heart attack in 1977, the Rebbe had a heart attack on Shmini I think it was. And after the Rebbe spoke from his room, very weak, you could hear in his voice, very weak, you can find it online, the, the video, of the yeah, the, there's a video of it, and you hear the Rebbe's voice. And so the next few weeks, the Rebbe, for, Rebbe would speak Meitzah Shabbos from his room until he finally went home. But then the Ferengis also would be Meitzah Shabbos. It wasn't being Shabbos because the Rebbe didn't have the... Because they wanted to give the Rebbe a, a, a break, so he wouldn't... Because it's a lot of energy trying to speak Shabbos. And so this memo was recorded. And like if you see, you'll say, Bechedre. On the top of it, like in the beginning of the memo, it says... Major Shabbos Pashas Noyach Bechadre in his room, 1977. So, yeah, essentially, so what are we going to discuss? What is this? This Maim Rabbim. Maim Rabbim in Chsidus explains in Kabbalah, Zaya brings down that the Maim Rabbim, which is the many waters, is referring to, in a deeper sense, just like water comes and washes and inundates you. And it's like, you know, if you ever go to the beach and you have waves come and they crash on you and it pulls you and it drags you along and you don't have any control, so to speak, of it. So, too, you have the financial concerns. You have things that that body take take you and take you over and it just stresses you out and, 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 and it's hard. So the logic, what comes out of that, how do we see it? And, and this is sort of the, the question, sort of what the mind is trying to reframe ourselves. Is how do we see that? Do we see that as as debilitating and pulling us down or is it uplifting and strengthening and how do we con how do we come constant with it and how do we deal with it that's what we're going to discuss we'll jump straight in <clears throat> and uh, yeah we'll take maybe a week shouldn't take so long and then we have another member coming up after this that i'm very excited for <clears throat> okay in this book this is an old version so i'm not sure in the newer version if it's the same but if it is it's on the, you know the first page yeah, with the help of God, in the room, in his room, 1977. So it says in the many waters won't be able to extinguish the love, and the rivers won't be able to wash it away. Yeah. So Rashi explains that neither the mighty nations nor their leaders will ever succeed in washing away the burning love that they didn't have for Hashem. This is the this is the so to speak the pashup shot. 
The Rebbeim explained, Shemayim Rabbim, these many waters, him called Tiras of Arnas, that the many waters are rarely referencing to the financial concerns and the thoughts of this physical world that, that are bothering us. Vim calls there, but even though you you know you have these concerns that they're bothering, distracting you from davening, distracting you from your life, and it's and it's it can be very debilitating. They can't extinguish the love that's hidden within every every soul of the Jewish people. Meaning, even though you come and and we think to ourselves that, like, you know, when you have like these thoughts that like you stressed about work and and it, and it makes you hard to daven, or hard to think, you know, and and all these things are like like Shabbos. Hard to concentrate, you know, and relaxing on Shabbos because you have all these stresses. So we, so it's naturally, it seems to us that that stops us from being able to connect to God, and it shows that we don't have proper betachin, and 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 really, it's it's a problem. But what we're saying is, and what the Rebbeim are saying that that it's not not the case. It can't extinguish the love. It can't wash it away. And the love for God, this doesn't interfere. It doesn't stop us being able to have love with God. And ultimately, we're going to say, not just doesn't stop us, it's really, it can, it's going to help us. And if we just have to change the, our frame of reference, and you'll see everything will be different. Even though, what does it mean that rivers and better wash it away? Just like you've seen, like a, you've seen, unfortunately, in videos, especially, you know, the last few last month or two, we had all these like hurricanes and stuff. We see cars and, and, and houses being washed away, you know, from floodwaters, that even though there's these floodwaters, no, we saw down in in, in Kranites even, even when you have these thoughts that are, hey, they're very bothersome. You know, you know, you can't sleep at night properly and you stress, you know, that, you know, when you become like a stress ball, you just can't sleep and it's distracting and it's, it's stressful. Because of these things, whatever it is that is bothering you, that's stressing you out. Until they're, they're constantly raging. You know, you these thoughts, you can't even sleep at night. And it just, just it's distracting you. You can't concentrate on anything else. It's always there. It could be that you're stressed about Shidduchim. Uh, you're stressed about how you to pay, you know, your kids' tuition. You know, how you're going to pay for the wedding. How you, you know, whatever, whatever stress that there is. Just like rivers, just like rivers that are constantly um, running, and they don't stop. And as, as you see, you know, you know, these like uh, the currents of these rivers, that if you go into it, unfortunately, it's very dangerous, it can take you away. We call Makim, even though this is what happens, it says it won't wash it away, and even more, it cannot extinguish the love. Which is a very, it's a very powerful statement, because you know when we're stressing, we have, and we have issues that we're worried about, like when I'm going to get married, and what's going to happen, and how am I going to afford anything, and you know what's going to be in my life. And I remember, you know, besides the ones that I have now, I remember when I was younger, I had these stresses, and and they're very stressful. So Khaira was seemingly these these things that stress us out, they could hold us back, and we and and a lot of times it feels like it it takes us away from being able to to daven and learn and connect to God properly. And even more, that, that if anything is showing us that we're not connected to God because that's always stressing. 
But he's saying, even though you have all these things, they're not going to take you away. It's not going to stop you. Let's see. Base. What does this mean? Let's, let's elaborate on this concept. Financial concerns. So it's written, the work of your hands, that's what you'll eat. What does this mean? I know that even though when it says the work of your hand, the implication is that your hand is what you have to work with, but not with your mind. Because even though the way God set it up is that we have to do things according to nature, because technically, why can't God just give me the money? I'll do whatever I need to do. Like, I'll, I'll go um, learn all day, you know, we'll do whatever we have to do, and God will give me the money. What do I have to go work? Because that's the way God set it up. That's what he wants. But that way that he set it up is that it should only be... Um, that it should be with your, your hands, so to speak, meaning very simple and not, not using your mind. Your mind should be free. Like he explained. You have to put in your action that, that it should include this bracha that Hashem wants to give. Hashem wants to give you parnasa, but he, but he needs you to do something. It's like the story that uh, this guy wanted to keep them davening to Hashem for, to win the lottery. He davens for years, 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 and he never gets it, never gets it. One day, and he's crying to Hashem, Hashem, why, why can't I get it? So a heavenly voice comes down from Shemayim and he says, Moshele, can you do me a favor? Can you please buy a ticket? And, and the point is uh, that what we're saying here is it's so true. Like, Hashem wants to give, we have to do something. We have to make the keli. That's how he set it up in that way. So even though you have to do this keli, that Hashem will bless you, everything that you do, that you have to do something, and even to the extent because of the great concealment, not just you have to do something, you have to put in a lot of effort, you have to work hard. You know, I had friends working, you know, 12, 14 hours. You know, we have done like, I remember I worked in Mashkiach years ago, hours on an end, it was exhausting, exhausting. So you have to do this, even though that, that could be the case. But nevertheless, but, but, but ultimately, when you do that, that shouldn't totally consume you. You just have to work with your hands and, and the other external faculties. But not your deeper, higher level faculties. Like the mind and the heart. Meaning, meaning where's your kach? That's what it's sort of saying. It's a very important point. He's saying, even though you have to work, and you have to you have to put yourself into it. And if you're working in a you know in, in high stressful jobs, so you have to do it. But but that's not where your kach is. Where 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 are you really? Where's where's your mind? Where's your heart? Where's your passion? It has to be because your mind and your heart are meant to be set, like like Kaddish, like uh, like uh, separated to serve Hashem. That's the whole purpose why you're here. The whole purpose why you're here is not to work. It's, it's to reveal godliness. So he goes, and so what he's saying is, what is true for Nasa? That it's true you have to go work. He's not saying that you don't have to go work. He's saying, of course you have to go work. And of course you have to be in this world. But you have to make sure that, that where, where's your passion, what is your passion lie, is in the right things, in the tournament, in tournament space. And it's not just, and it could be, it could be in the job that you have, your passion is there because of the effect you can have in connecting people to God 
or bringing godliness over there, that's also, but the passion is with the godliness and with the, the reason why, we, why you were created and not in the thing itself. Even though you do have to use your mind, you can't go to work and say, oh, I can't think, I have to, I have to say, we're not saying that you have to put your mind aside and you don't think when you go to work. Of course you've got to think. And sometimes you put in a lot of effort. But this is only what, what is required. But he shouldn't be overusing it. Meaning, again, the, 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 the simplest way of understanding it is, is you have to make sure that your, your head is on straight, so to speak. That why, why are you doing whatever you're doing? But you got to do it. you got to go to work. You know, you, you, and, and you can even be in there, but you have to recognize that, that the purpose of you being in this world was not to work, not to become a, a somebody in this work. The purpose is to reveal godliness in this world and connect to Hashem. It could be in your, in your work, you connect to Hashem, and it could be that's what you have to do, and you can enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with enjoying the work, but, but the focus is, am I serving Hashem? And that's, that's, where, our, that's where our passion has to be. And specifically, and specifically, being the fact that the blessing of Hashem is what's going to make us rich. That's what it says. And the work is only the garment for it. And also, he, he underscores, he, he boldens the, the garment. And the work is not, is not the source of the bracha. It's Hashem the source of the bracha. The work is the keli you have to do. Not that the work is the source of your painasa. It's just the, the vessel, the way you have to do it. You have to make things look natural. God doesn't want to just give it to you without work, but it doesn't work that way. And, 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 and it'd be, it'd be, you wouldn't even appreciate it and wouldn't be valued. So you have to work. Yeah, move on, it's understood. Just like garments, just when you put on clothing, just like you know, putting on garments. If anything, you put on too many clothing or too long of clothing, you trip over yourself. You know, you're wearing long pants or skirts too long, you're gonna trip up. So, so if you meaning if you're focused, if you think that your work is a source of your bracha, so then you just get yourself in the way. And this is one of the biggest challenges. What he's saying here, he's saying, he's saying it's, it's God that's giving you the bracha. And that's all you have to know. God is the one that's giving you the bracha. And just that's all you need to focus on. I got to go to work, but, but don't get caught up in thinking the, many, the amount of hours I put in is the amount of money I'm going to get. God is the one who's going to give you the money. And you got to do the natural thing. And you have to figure out what's natural. You can speak to your mashpia or speak to you know, like someone to define what needs to be done. And you can do it. And it could be that you have, you know, and we see in some people, some people work in, in high-paying jobs and they have barely any money. You know, it could be because they're paying a lot of tax or it could be because they have a lot of uh, bills or whatever it is. Some people have a simple job, but they're living very comfortably. You know, I had a friend, he worked in a very simple, like uh, a friend's father. He worked in a very simple job, like, you know, in a simple factory, nothing, you know, you don't need high school diploma or anything. And he's retired, he has a house, he, and he's, he's living happily, learning all day, doing his thing. And, and he sort of was like this. He worked, but it wasn't his kach. His kach was in the shul, was in the davening, the learning, and, and helping the shul out. You know, he was like the gabai. And this is how, what we're saying. 
And even more, we're saying that if if you if you the, the, if your mind is in the wrong place, so then you just get in the way of yourself. And that's that's sort of the key. The key is to, is to remind yourself and to forring and to misbeinen. You know, really think about that. It's a blessing of God who's going to gives me the money, and I just have to do the natural derech whatever things. I can't sit and say I'm not going to work, and God will just provide for me. God can't do that, but that's not the way He wants it. That's not the way He was, and it wouldn't. And, and we would we would lack the the value of it. Um, let me just finish off a little bit. Yeah. And this is what it means to this by Nasa, the financial concerns. Because why is the financial concerns? Because the fact that you have financial concerns shows where you're holding. That you have concerns, you're bothered. Which shows a lack in, in, in the meditation of that we didn't meditate properly to recognize that it's God's bracha that's going to make us, give us our money. So what am I stressed about? God is God's in charge. I just got to put in, you know, go show up. I got to show up to the program and I'll, everything else gets taken care of. But the fact that we haven't thought of that, we haven't recognized it, we, we, didn't, we didn't internalize that message. So we're stressed. Because what's going to be? Yeah, I'm going to work, but like, how am I going to support myself? I'm going to support my family. I'm going to support myself. How am I going to have enough money, you know, to live? How am I going to do this? And that stress is coming because, what do you mean? But God's in charge. That's what we should be realizing. Hey, God's in charge. I would have to stress about it. I'm good. I have nothing to worry about. I don't have any money. It's fine. God's in charge. What does God want me to do? I should go to work. Let me do the midst of going to work. And I'm going to go get a job. I'll find a job. You know, I'll do whatever it is. So we come up, nevertheless, even though you have that stress, but you're not in the right frame of mind, Nevertheless, even though you, so you're not holding in the right place, your mind is in, in, you're not thinking about it correctly, but nevertheless, not going to stop you. And you still can connect and you still, the love for God you have is still there and it still can be revealed and you're going to connect to this. And yeah, and that's end of base. And we're going to continue tomorrow. Okay, so essentially, we're asking what happens, let's say, things that are your mistake. Let's say credit card debt. They spent too much money. So should I be stressed then? So the, the, the general rule of thumb is we shouldn't be stressed. God's in charge. That doesn't mean we should make bad, bad decisions. And of course, we have to make the right decision. But whether we make the, whether they made the right decision or not, we should, there's no, never a, a room, never a place for stress. Stress is showing that we haven't recognized that God's in charge. Now, if we have debt that we have to take care of, so we have to take care of the debt and we have to sit down and not stress about it. But stress, really, what it does, it's like they say, they stress like a rocking chair. You go back and forth, but you don't go anywhere. That's a really stressed out. Just to stress you out, but you don't actually do anything. What needs to be done is say, hey, how do I take care of debt? We have a friend, Benjamin and Yosef with Eisenberg. They had a debt of, you know, a college debt of like $78,000 or something. And they paid it off. They, they sat down, they, they made a plan and they followed the system and they did it. And that's, that's sort of the approach. The approach is not to stress out about it. The approach is to say, what do I need to get done in order to fix this? You know what I mean? So basically,